Yo, 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 guess who's back? Back again. Bench Mob is back here tonight. Been looking forward to this all day. Greg, Mr. Hot Takes and Mir, Sins Mir, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm doing a lot better now than I was before. So I'm good. Released a big load and everything like that. CJ. <laughs> yo. CJ Moneybags, how you doing tonight? I can't be laughing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, happy to be back with y'all, man, talking about sports. It's been a minute. It's been over a month since we've been back together, uh, but I'm good, man. And Miles, smooth operator, we always outside Davenport. <laughs> El Chingo. <laughs> How you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good. It's been a minute, you know. I feel like I haven't been on the show in a minute. Got to get up with my guys. For a little, right? It's been a while. I'm gonna keep you up. I'm gonna keep you updated. Chicago up three right now. Five fifty four left. They up three on the Knicks. I would just not keep them updated if I were you. I just stop. <laughs> so, gonna start sweating as the show going. <laughs> Yo, so I gotta start off with this one. Everybody was talking about it. Suns on a seventeen game winning streak right now. They're playing Detroit tonight, and I think we're all safe to say that though it'll be eighteen. Are the Suns the best team in the West, and are they the best team in the league? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, we get we get this expand. I didn't want to disagree to start. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't think they caught a lucky break against the Warriors? You think that was a fluke? We're gonna find know. out because they play them again in, in what next week on the thirteenth. They, they, no, they, flex, they play them on Friday. They flex their game over the Lakers game. They flex smart. The Lakers out. That's a smart business. LeBron's decision. back. That's a smart business, but it's Lakers Clippers, so we get to see LeBron. You know, Russ, AD, but what we see in Paul George and Eric Bledsoe. We're seeing Paul George and Reddy Jackson actually. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, who hasn't looked like the same Reggie Jackson in the playoffs. Shout out, shout out to the Clippers for not giving him a big it, payday. Whenever Antonio says Reggie Jackson didn't look like a PTSD, I like <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, Mikel Bridges, we got shout out to him. He held Curry to his worst shooting night of his career, four for 21. He did similarly to Harton on that Saturday night. You know, he went four for 15, over six from three, seven turnovers. And as a team, this is the first time that Golden State scored under 100 points. I think the Suns, I know, I know, I was like, yeah, they about to struggle this year. You know, playoffs, I ain't take it serious. They not going to have that same success. I don't know, man. I might have to eat my words on that. They, they are looking like the best team right now in the league, like across the board. Forget the West. It's, in the West, you already know, is them. Golden State and Utah, everybody else is, as of right now, it's like, all right, it's a crapshoot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 Hold on.
well, I'll say this. We're not going to talk about the whole West because it's a question about the Suns. The, the reason why the Suns are the best team in the West to me is they're it makes a big difference. And they, they haven't paid by mind you. I think they should pay Pony up and pay him because I've been thinking throw the ball down there to, to download him and get easy baskets. They can play high low. They can get the ball into the post and kick it out to their shooters. They got a lot of different ways they can hurt you offensively. And then he helps defensively. Anchors the defense too. And they got McCall Bridges is amazing. Yeah. Am- amazing. I think he got paid. Though. He got paid. Yeah, he got rightfully paid. so. Yeah. And yeah. He is worth every dime. I think it was like a $90 million deal. But worth he, he is every worth dime. every dime. Maybe even more. Just how special he is defensively. He got a couple steals in that game. He gets threes at a high clip. Get to the middle of the floor. I, I, I love that. The, the composition that team has made perfectly and they are the anti- they're anti everything the NBA has been about over the, over the last couple of years. In the last couple of years, you talk about these super teams like the Nets, and you get these three stars, and you kind of just make everything else work around you. That team is literally the perfectly composed basketball team that would compete in any era because they got their big, they got their wing defender, their wing three and D guy, they got their point guard who can get a, get a bucket whenever and just orchestrate the offense, and they have their two guard who can score whenever, wherever on the floor. It does not matter. And he's one of the best closers in basketball. They have two of the best closers in basketball on the team, too. And they have another 3 and D guy in Jay Crowder. They're complete. They're a really complete team. They're better than the Warriors. Uh, they really are. For now. For now. Then, now you gonna add Clay. Clay. When Clay you add Clay, so let, let's do it. If you add Clay, are the Warriors better? I, and mind you, Clay's coming off that injury, so you that's don't know what I'm, he's going to be. That's what I'm yeah, saying. But you still got to respect Clay as a shooter. I, I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting Clay. I think this team's still better. No, 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 I'm not saying disrespect. I'm saying when Clay's on the court, you like as a player, you gotta pay him that respect yeah. if he's in I the think corner. I think to your point, you already said it though. Like I think Clay being back is gonna be huge for them. Mm-hmm. But when you see them in a seven game series, let's say it's Golden State Phoenix, the issue that they don't have an answer for is DeAndre Ayton. Facts. James Wiseman ain't cutting it. Who else they gonna have as an option? We're going to use Be- Belicha off the bench. They've been doing that. They've been doing it. And, and, and that's why I thought they were going to lose that game. While I had all that hype, I'm like, I think the Suns are, I don't think the Suns are going to have a particularly hard time beating this team. They, they again, if Steph struggles, they go with Steph goes. Just to be, and Poole, Poole has been really a great story. And, and Poole could have changed the game. He's, he's a really good offensive player, but he's not as reliable as players because it's best. And and you're you're playing small against a team that can punish you. And they don't take Aiton off the floor when you go small. They don't do that. Nope. And something you just said, though, you mentioned how the Suns are basically anti-everything with the NBA right now. They don't have the the three superstars and the crazy contracts. They have a pretty well-rounded team yep. from top to bottom. Yep. Should stars, you think, and this is obviously a question to everybody, should they consider taking pay cuts similar to what Tom Brady has done in football? Throw some stats out there. Brady has estimated have left between $60 million to $100 million on the table. During his tenure with the Pats, they went 249 and 75. Brady was only the top five paid quarterback six times in his career, and only once was the actual highest paid quarterback. Lakers, look at their cap situation. Russ, next season, player option for $47 million. LeBron, 44.5 million guaranteed next year. AD, 37.9 million guaranteed. Between those three, they alone are about 129.5 million. The projected salary cap next year is 119. They're already 10 million over next year without adding anybody else on the team. The 
the Lakers specifically the Nets in a little bit of better situation. You got Harton getting 43.8 this year with a player option of 46.8. He hasn't re-upped yet, so that's probably going to be more. Katie at 40.9 this year with 42.9 guaranteed next season. Kyrie, 34.9 to stay at home as of right now with a player <laughs> option of 36.5 next year. And Joe Harris, though, is also getting some nice change with 17.3 million this year and 18.6 next year. I have to address the Nets fans at some point, by the way. Well, whenever we get a chance, I know that's not on the agenda. You have the floor. How did you want to net, uh, address these Nets fans? I see a lot of Nets fans on on Twitter talking about, you know, why would the Nets trade Kyrie? That's ridiculous. Kyrie just – I was one of you guys. I was one of you guys. There's tape of me defending Kyrie. You know, he came to my our firm, and we, we chose to take up his case. And I've been working, I've been working with the Kyrie team for a long time. But the reality is – the Nets have to win. There's two. Kyrie's not gonna be here if he doesn't if he doesn't get vaccinated by Christmas for two reasons. One, the Nets are a win now team. They have to win right now because you have a guy in Harden who hasn't made a decision on whether or not he's gonna stay. You he's have going to Philly, huh? He's going to Philly. You you and then you come to your show and you get stuff like that. That's ridiculous. But whatever, he's not going to Philly. Regardless, it, it, it's you, you, what you said was so crazy. I lost my train of thought. That was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. If we could curse in this podcast, I would start cursing. <laughs> but, but um, no, nah, I mean, they have to win now. And yeah, Harden's not signed. And to Miles' point, he has other suitors out there. He has other options. So you have to impress him enough to stay. Two, it, I don't know if people are paying attention, but the COVID landscape is is what it is. That Omarion variant, variant that's up there right now, yo, we, this week, all what you call it? The Omarion variant. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't know. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with COVID. But one thing we can say for sure is that we don't see an end in sight. We don't see an end in sight. Mm-hmm. And in New York, you know, you're still got to get back. You have to be vaccinated to go into indoor locations like Barclays, go to restaurants, things like that. So, with that being said, Kyrie's not going to play for them if he doesn't want to get vaccinated. There's no chance of it. So you have to trade him for the Nets. You have to. If we can get this team right now is constructed for, to be built around two stars, not three. It's why they're losing games against these really good teams. They're not deep. When you when KD and when one of KD or Harden off the floor, you have a guy on the floor who shouldn't be playing. Cam Thomas is playing too many too many minutes right now, or Lamarcus Aldridge is playing too many minutes, or Paul Millsap. These are guys that are the end of your your roster who are nice filling pieces who help you. Yes, but they're not guys who play big minutes. They're not a big time role player like a Macau Bridges. The Nets the Nets they be more constructed to be like like a Suns team, which is easier said than done. But you can go get guys like a Will Barton. Or Terrence Ross, guys who come off the bench and give you something every night, and you can expect that from them, like a real good role player. So the point is, they have to mold themselves to be built around two stars that are actually reliable instead of one guy who's not reliable and is at home or at Seton Hall games instead of being with the Nets right now. It's just a reality situation. I love Kyrie, but he's not going to be a net if he doesn't get vaccinated by. Christmas. So alluding to that, perfect ring right back around. Should players like. LeBron, a KD, a heart, and take pay cuts to try to win. It depends on how your team is constructed. It depends on how your team is constructed. If your team is constructed like the Suns, you know, like I, I don't, I think those guys don't have to take pay cuts per se. I know Chris Paul's never taken a pay cut, ever. Okay. And so there's that. But when you're constructed the right way, your, your stars don't have to take a pay cut. When you come together as a team of three, like the Miami Heat did, for example, they, those guys take pay cuts. They all did to make it work, Bosh. And I think in this situation, we look at the Lakers, you tell me what you think, Miles. 
next year they're already $10 million over the salary cap. And they, at least we got to see a Nets team at some point. We saw like Greg Alutis, who they was deep at one point. They was deep when it was just Kyrie and KD. Oh my gosh. We did healthy Nets with how that roster was. That should be a championship. This Lakers roster at and rust to the mix now. It's not enough money to go around. Somebody gonna have to. Somebody gonna have to take a pay cut. If y'all want to win, though. If y'all want to win, we can keep these three together, and we can keep adding Antonio and Greg and Miles to the roster on veteran minimum salaries, and keep adding us to the roster and not going anywhere. I mean, I think if you if you're looking at the longevity of the team, you want you know guys to take a pay cut, and the Lakers they're trying to win right now, so they kind of just force this you know, big three together. And I mean, Russell Westbrook's not a fit, but they needed somebody else out there with LeBron and AD because they're trying to compete. But that leaves little wiggle room to bring in other people. So you're forced to bring in like Ariza. And I mean, they still don't have Kendrick Nunn back. He's going to be a big help for that team. I hope so. I'm telling you. But I mean, it doesn't leave a lot of room for some of these teams to maneuver. And I don't know. I don't, I think that if you're trying to win right now, then, you know, go all in. But if you kind of see like a five-year plan, 10-year plan, then you kind of have to have guys take a little less and then build, build on top of that. And that's where, you know, drafting well comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like the Suns, they drafted well. They got Devin Booker. They took Macau Bridges. They got DeAndre Ayton. So there are a lot of pieces that, you know, were brought in organically, kind of like the, the Warriors. So, I mean, you pay your, your big stars and everybody that you, you know, makes an impact on the team. And then you try to, you know, make the pieces fit where they do. I'm not I'm not with ever counting another man's pockets. I know that's not something that, you know, is solid. I'm just looking on the outside looking in for specifically a player like Braun. Out of the two teams we just mentioned, Braun's a completely different thing. Mentioning Braun. A in the most respectful way possible. Thank you. You good off the court. <laughs> I think your I think your pockets is straight. Uh it's projected you probably gonna once you retire, you're basically gonna be like Jordan, you're gonna be still making hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and millions of dollars. Example that comes to my mind where they you see it's lacking on their team. You tell me Bron couldn't shoot. Five, six, seven mil over the Caruso that had Caruso be able to stay. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If and A, I'm mean, A, I'm not with saying don't get your money. Go ahead and get your money. Mm-hmm. But if winning really is the main thing, you you said a couple years ago, I'm chasing Mike. I'm chasing the ghost of Mike. I don't see you really chasing right now. It look like you doing a little power walking. I think I think that's the only situation where it makes sense is if you're in win now mode. Right. I'm not like my mom said, like for a five year plan, like it may make sense to take a little less. Uh, me personally, I'm not <laughs> I'm not sacrificing my dollars for, for a five year. plan. I completely agree. Because at that, 
at the end of the day, that's not guaranteed. We know things happen. Players move on from teams. Drama unfolds. And, and again, like the five years is a long time for things to go wrong, right? Um, that's, that's exactly my point. Cause I'm like, yo, if you really are trying to win now, because you know your window, specifically LeBron, I'm talking here. Specifically LeBron, your window is probably a two to three more years. Two to three more solid years for championship contention. Mm. He could probably play for another five ten, but championship contention. I'm looking like, hey, everybody praise Brady. Y'all be tweeting Brady the goat did that in the dirt. Why can't you take a page out of his book, Swagger Jack? Specifically, for example, Caruso, a Bron. He wanted maybe another four or five mil. You not gonna make that off the court, bro? <laughs> You make that in a in a month selling your sneakers. That type of stuff to me, and maybe Space this jam. is different. <laughs> maybe this is different because I'm a Lakers fan. I'm looking at it different. But the roster is super thin. And I said this to Chris and Miles while Greg was, you know, handling business on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Greg, you I know you could attest to this. LeBron is great as great as he is at this point in his career <laughs> he cannot be the number one player every single night on the scene which is why ad was brought in which is why russ was brought in and they both living in a, another time zone right now this is like the twilight zone watching this teams that they everybody knows they should be even vegas now are putting them sometimes as the underdog against like the kings triple overtime games losing makes it makes no it's like i'm living in the twilight zone watching this you have AD. Yeah, but they you have Russ. That. They they brought Russ in for that reason. That's what I'm saying. And he's they, playing inconsistently. It's 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 starting to happen though. I think I think we're a bit behind. I think it's starting to happen where like Russ is playing better. Russ is making better decisions. He's played good ball last week. Literally the last week he's played good ball. Like he has. Is it perfect? No. It's still a work in progress. But um, I, I would say it's it's starting to come together. But you're you're absolutely right. He, LeBron is not. He should not and cannot be the best player on the floor every single night. He, he shouldn't have to do that. He can be, but, you know, it, it's not good for the body. It's a wear and tear of being 37 years old, 20 years in the league. Exactly. It was so beautiful that first game he came back, he's hitting those big buckets yeah, in Indiana, letting y'all know I'm still here. And the next game he wasn't able to play, and it's just like, yo, it's gonna... he shouldn't have to do Indiana, we talking about? Yeah, it's <laughs> an AD thing more than it's a rust thing. I completely, I completely, I completely agree. Because before Russ even came into the picture, AD was bought here. That was the main reason we bought here. You were supposed to, you were supposed to be twenty twenty one version of Shaq and Kobe. That's what it was supposed to be. And right now, what is looking very much like is looking like Kobe with Kwame or Chris Mip is up and down you know Kwame might give you 20 and 15 one time and Chris Mim give you a double double consistently that's what it's doing he looks uninterested and he looks he's chill I got my ring that's all I need y'all can hop off my Johnson I have a ring I got more than Chuck and he's cool with it cap of facts transitioning slowly but surely name image and likeness will begin to affect the quality of play in college cap of facts I heard some interesting takes um, with Paige Bukers and her NIL contracts like with Gatorade. This is just my thought when seeing that. Kudos. Shout out to her. 
But every player in college, especially you got to remember the age that they're at, they all not going to be able to handle this money and still do their part. Because at that point, because they're getting money now, they're making money off the name image likeness, which by the way, we all agree on this. That's breadcrumbs because these coaches, which we're going to talk to about Leak and Riley, this is breadcrumbs getting name image and likeness. But you're getting money now. Professionals that get paid, you're expected you still got to do your job. These kids are in college still. I think I think it depends on a few things, right? I think the brand, from a brand perspective, you have to be very selective as to who you want to represent your brand, who you think is going to be able to carry that torch for your brand. And I think Paige Beckers, I think she'll be fine. I mean, she's been in the spotlight for a long time now. Um, and I, I think she's the type of person that probably has people in her corner that will steer her in the right direction. But some of these other players, man, I, I think I think they're going to really struggle with it because there's a lot of talented cats out here. You've seen it now with these high school kids still. Like, I, I love Mikey Williams. I love his game. But, like, yo, he's too Hollywood for me now already. And he, he's what? 16, 17? 17, 18 years old? He's really good. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know if it affects his game, but is that, that's, I, I think that's his focus. I, I, I think his focus, and this is just from again, nobody looking on on the outside. You know, some somebody just looking in on the outside. Uh, I don't know him personally. You know, I don't. I don't know how he trains and stuff like that. But like. Every time I go on Instagram, I see a new post of him and designer and things like that and, and everything like that. Like, what when are you practicing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, and I know he gets it in. I know I know he's traveling all the time for his basketball games and whatnot like that. But like at some point, man, it seems like and he's building his brand, which I love. But it's at some point I, I question whether you know his focus is in the right spot. I think that's where it's going. Like I said, slowly but surely. Because we're just in the beginning stages. We're going to hear some stories five, ten years in where we're going to hear the coaches upset. They tired of dealing with so-and-so's at practice, but they focused on building a brand. So-and-so is late. You feel me? I think, yeah. I think yeah. again, you mentioned the Paige Bukers. You mentioned the Mikey Williams. People that have already been in the spotlight before the name, image, and likeness came. They probably will be just fine. But that's not everybody's case. Right. And you got to remember, some of these people, like you said, Mike Williams. He's been in the spotlight for a while. Like, And, again, I'm sure he has people in his corner that guide him in the right path. Because, I mean, he's been in, you know, documentaries and things like that. Like, he'll, he'll be good. But, like, the players that are just now getting into it, that, like, are just now starting to grow their following because of the, be, they're coming known off these uh, name, image, and likeness deals, they're going to be the ones struggling with it because they're going to feel all that popularity I mean, hit think, at once. Think about this, how many times we see the NFL players grown adults. Mm. I just came into money and I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. There'll be people struggling with it to, to that main point. But there are people, you can, I think you can always kind of see it. You know who I saw struggling with it? Um, Spencer Rattler. Mm. I've noticed that since he was in high school on that uh, QB1 show. I kind of mm. can tell he, he he really bought into his own hype. It's, it's about the person. It's about the person. Do you buy into your own hype or do you not? Are you self-aware or are you not? And do you not realize what's more important than anything else, which is, yo, the only reason why you're popular, the only reason why you have these deals, the only reason why these brands want to team up with you because you're good at putting the ball in a basket or throwing a football 50 yards or doing whatever you do. It's, it's about that. That comes first. 
I think that he kind of got away from that, and, and you, you saw it this year, and that's why he's no longer the quarterback at Oklahoma. Kobe, that's what happened. Kobe said it best, though. He's, he take care of yourself on the court first, take, and then everything else will work. Everything else will work and, itself and it's out. It's so true. But a guy like Mikey Williams, I, insanely talented. I, he's been in the spotlight for a long time, playing with LeBron's kid, and he does work out. He does work out. You can see it. He he's the same kid who said he's not going to prom because right. he'd rather go. He said, I'll, I'll, "I'll go out on dates when I get in the league or something." Something crazy like that. It wasn't an exact quote, but something like along those lines. Like he, he's he's very one track minded. If anything, it's a little dangerous. Go to prom, but <laughs> like that's 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 what I'm saying. Like it's it, you can kind of see it in the kid. But hey, it, Mikey, man, go to prom. Nah, man. If you got a little shorty, y'all do something together. Don't <laughs> don't waste that money, bro. <laughs> Money's not a problem for him. Money That's my. Really not, then why spend it spending on a uh, on a prom with, with C average food? You don't like half of the people here. He's been at 18 different high schools, so he don't know them kids anyway. Don't go to that prom, man. Get in the gym. You got Drake number. Hit Drake up. Y'all get lit. Do something like that. Go hang out with Bronny or Mari Bailey. Y'all do something like that, bro. Don't waste no money on that, bro. I'm telling you, that fool going to be subpar anyway, bro. It's going to be so subpar. Compared to what they used to. It's not prom. What happens after prom? So you go to prom. And my point exactly, he don't need a prom to have anything that happened after yeah, prom. Facts. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> he set straight. If he, if he doesn't go to prom, then I feel like whatever he's doing is 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 not legal at that point. Like what I mean, like you know, you going to the when you going to the club? What is he seventeen? Are you going to go to the club? Nah, but you you talking about what happens after prom, right? Him him in a little yeah sneaky league. He don't he don't need. The prom, prom to be the no, setting man, for him. But like, it's about the experience. It's about the experience. Yeah, that, be, be a kid. Be a kid. Right. He's been in the spotlight for a while. He's having plenty of experiences. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's true, too. Shout out Mike Williams, man. Yeah, if you ever want to hop on the show, say less. You feel me? Bench mob, always open to that. Damn, wake up, Paul. I'm sure going great. Next right. one we got for Kappa Facts. Tyreek Hill says his Super Bowl 54 ring is like 30 gold medals. Cap of facts. Uh, oh, like is, is like is he might be on something. He's he said the Super Bowl 54 ring is basically equal to 30 gold medals. He might be on something, y'all. He uh, might be on to something, but my thing before you go, Miles, right? Before you go. Ain't y'all trying to get back to Super Bowl? Why you keep going back and forth with you saying? Yeah. Why you keep going like bruh? Can you focus on, on the season, please? They're not going to I think it, I, I think it's harder to to depending on the sport get an Olympic gold medal that you have to train for for four years and keep your body in immaculate shape. Not saying that he doesn't because he does. Because getting a Super Bowl ring is a team sport. He can play like booty, and the team could still win that game, right? He he could play. He could have a bad season, and they could still be winning games where. If if you're an individual competitor in the Olympics, you have to make sure you're on point twenty four seven. So I, I think that's cat. How how many games do you have to win to win a Super Bowl? I mean, sixteen. Uh, no, no, like nineteen. games. No, you prepare for one moment for four years. To win a gold medal, which is crazy hard. Yeah, but he said thirty gold medals. You're not yeah, talking about he's exaggerating, one. but to some extent, he's not totally wrong. To, to stay healthy for that many games, 
to produce that much. It's a grind to win a Super Bowl. It's not something anyone, not everyone does. It's it. a grind to keep your body in shape for four years to compete against the best of right, the best. I totally agree. I totally agree. How many, the percentage of franchises that win two bowls in the NFL is very slim. There's not many. I mean, you know, I know you don't know much about that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, it's very slim. It's very slim amount of, of teams that win. So you got to think about it that way too. If he's got bro, a Stop calling for my Bengals, bro. <laughs> I'm really good. But the person he's speaking to specifically, right? It's, yeah, is yeah. Is you right. saying right. that Super Bowl ring don't compare to none of the gold medals that you saying got? None of that? I mean, wait, so. That doesn't make any sense, though. It's a tough thing to compare. We're, we're doing It's the worst comparison. It's a, it's gold tough. medals trump a Super Bowl ring by far to me. Why? What? Because what if it takes you to saying get both, he, he did it once every four years mm-hmm. for a couple days out of that, that summer, mm-hmm. and he has to stay in shape every four years to stay at the top of his game to even get to the gold medal. And specifically on you saying, like you just said. depend on anybody else but himself, whereas Tyreek Hill can depend on a defense. He can depend on Patrick Mahomes. He can depend on Travis Kelsey if he's double covered. You know what I mean? Like, And you saying, like you just mentioned, that man was staying in shape for four years for nine seconds, bro. I always think that's the craziest. The people that do this, the 100 meters mm. – Yo, they trained four years for literally ten seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. Ten seconds. It's so crazy. I'm taking I'm taking the gold medals. That's fair. Baseball will have a condensed Chris season, a condensed season because of lockout. Cap effects. I think I think it's cap. I think that they'll figure this out at some point. I mean, it's a long off season. It's only Very December. Long off season. Like preseason doesn't even start until March, or spring training doesn't start until March. So. They got three months to hammer this out, and I mean, the product has been slacking. So this is the worst thing mm. for Major League Baseball mm. right now is a product not out there for people to see. So I think in the end, the players will win out with a, with whatever they're asking for because it's a player-driven league at this point. Like Nobody cares about Rob Manfred. They want to see Fernando Tatis. They want to see Mike Trout. Do we know the specifics on what they're asking for? All that stuff hasn't come out yet, far as I know. They just know that it's on. You know why it hasn't come out yet, though? No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. I we don't care what about baseball. I, I'm a baseball I you fan. Would. I thought you would. You're mad. I know. I'm, 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 well, I'm talking about for the general public. I like baseball. I, I love baseball. Okay, but that I'm not the general public. The general public does not care about baseball. I didn't. I posted it because I know we have baseball followers on our page, but I didn't. No one cares. Care. Like no one. If yo, if, the, if if baseball didn't play this summer, you'd have the NBA, you have the Olympics, you have the the USA trial runs, all that stuff. You'd have a bunch of stuff to carry you through. I'd rather watch this. football. Would would be started by the time? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like preseason. Preseason, oh, pre-season we locked in. Pre-season, locked in. Preseason, I'm talking about Giants winning 11 games. I'm not even worried about about <laughs> about baseball starting. So that's that too. But I mean, <laughs> from a self-rooting interest, as a Mets fan, I want this thing to start up. The Mets are making some serious moves. The Mets became the Yankees. Like all of a sudden, we spend all this money. The Yankees, the, the Yankees over here saving the quarters, pinching quarters, and all that stuff. We got Max Scherzer. You're still in Mark Tate. There's a bunch of stuff going on. It's exciting. We're not even done yet, by the way. We're not, not you back, you back on the Mets narcotic this year? I'm back yes. on the Mets. Yes. You got to refresh it. Every year you get hit the refresh button. <laughs> hey, by, mind you. We're going to be at them injection sites in New York. Mind you, mind you, I, have, I, never, I never said I'm, not, I'm off the Giants narcotic. I never said that. 
I've never done that about the no, Giants. No, no, yet. we said the Mets. Not no, the I know that. But I'm saying, mind you, I've never done it about the Giants. Like, not yet. New York, New York team. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, because they might after this weekend, I might have to get up a narcotic. I don't know. That's how it looks. But you just you just week to week basis with them. Yeah, but, you gotta make sure that's that good product. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be stepped on. Now. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure Tariq's on me the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, I'm watching because yeah. that's how I did the edit. That, that was so funny. <laughs> I wasn't even mad. I was. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm like, yo, as soon as he said that, so yeah. First day popped in my head, Zeke breaking up. I said, oh yeah, we got yeah, that. That right was there. hilarious. I don't know. I wonder how many of our of our listeners actually understood what was going on there. I don't know how many did. That was so funny. I don't. It's. I've seen when Power came back on. It was maybe like. A handful of people that was saying he was watching. So a lot of our followers don't watch Power, so they, a lot of them probably didn't get it. But you got it. I know Miles got it, and Desi got it too. That joker hit me up and said, "Yo, this is golden, bro. That's this so is funny. golden." That is so funny. But speaking of living my life like it's golden, this man Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly got they got paid. They went on the greener pasture, some would say. Just off the rip, what was y'all takeaways on first hearing it for both coaches? We'll start off with Brian Kelly because Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley, Lincoln Riley, I think is a better story. Lincoln yeah. Riley, that bag is something different. So we're gonna start off with Brian Kelly. What was y'all takeaways um on the Brian Kelly situation? Disrespectful as all get out. And here's why. Brian Brian Kelly, it's not about him leaving the program to go better himself at a diff- at an SEC program, right? It's, it's different coaching in the SEC. They live, breathe, and eat football. And that's cool. L- LSU is a great program. It's not like he's leaving to go there when they're coming off a winning season, right? He's going there. He's going to have to rebuild them. He's a talented enough coach to go ahead and do that. In the past, you know, five seasons with Notre Dame, they've had 10-plus win seasons. But the way he's leaving his team – when they still have a chance to get into the college football playoffs, right? And having his team find out through the media, I understand he doesn't play a part in that. He doesn't have control of when the media releases news, but to text your team. And then the most disturbing thing that I read was when he told his team that following morning, right? When he flew back to South Bend, met up with the team at 7 a.m. the next morning, the meeting lasted no more than two minutes. Players, players couldn't even ask him questions. He he said, hey, this is the decision I made. Told him, blah, 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 Left the room. No players asked any questions. So to not let your players not get closure, but to, to give themselves peace of mind, these recruits that you brought here to, to win a national title, and he, he doesn't really owe the school anything. I mean, he's been there for, for 12 seasons, mm-hmm. right? He, he, he's, he's paid his time there. But if you think that that you're just going to walk into LSU and start winning championships because that's what it sounds like. He wants to go there to win championships. He's given up on this football team that only has one loss right now. They're 11-1, and one, and they still have a chance to get into the college football playoffs depending on what happens this weekend. Like, you're almost there, and you've almost been there. You know, the past, you've had winning seasons year after year after year. 
So, like, what is so bad about that program and, and you thinking that, you know, recruits are going to, you know, automatically come to LSU and, and you're going to win a title there? I mean, Notre Dame, I feel like for him, it plateaued because they're never going to be one of those top programs that gets respect. I don't give respect to Notre Dame. Yeah, but he had the they best. They don't play anybody. Class they this lost year. to Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati's in the top four. But they ain't just like who else? Most, most, most years, yeah, that. most years losing to Cincinnati is a really bad loss. Yeah, and you don't overcome that. But he says something interesting. He's not going to LSU because he wants to win championships. He's going to LSU. He's he's going there because of the fact that it's a big job in the SEC. Sure, he has to win championships. If he doesn't win within year one, he might like seriously, he might get fired. Like. SEC schools are different. Like, Ed Orgeron just won one in 2019. He's out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The pressure is totally different. What he's signing up for is a pressure cooker situation. People are mad. People aren't mad about the fact he took the job, but the way he did it. It's, yeah, you it's know, how he did, he did it. I just think, in general, I don't think he's a. I don't root. I want root for him. No, he's not looking at his history. Like this, this is the same guy that gave that gave a middle finger to one of his quarters that threw an interception. Okay. This is um, the same guy. He's not a good dude. Yeah, Matt Lafleur. And Robert Sala, your coach, came out. Robert Sala came out said when they were grad assistants, he invited them to a party on some coming to America junk. Invite them to the party and then had them shoveling snow and parking people's car. This is this is type of dude. Like I think this also speaks to his character. Yeah, he's going to LSU. Better conference, better opportunities. You know, if you have any success at these SEC schools, you could jump on to move on to other things. None of his coaches is going. They all staying in Notre Dame. Now we good, bro. It says a lot about him. That's we, all you, we that's off all that. you need to know. We off that. We good, bro. Now nah, it's going to be hot. Now nah, we good, bro. They got good food. Now nah, we good, bro. He's not. And remember, he, I, the first thing I thought about when I saw the story was after one of the games this year they played, I don't know if it was against Clemson. I don't know if they interviewed him. But what did he say about his player? He said something. He said something crazy. He said, he said, he said, uh, he quoted, uh, one of a, 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 a former coach talking about he thinks his players should be like castrated or something like that. Something nuts like that. Yo, he like, puts he puts a lot of the blame on his players. Only, and I think yeah. and I think going to LSU to a SEC school too. They not playing that. Oh. Go go to LSU. Be like yo, we lost by twenty five. We lost a close game to Ole Miss, and be like yo, is this 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 play and that player's fault? They not having that. That's not acceptable, bro. And I think LSU built like that too, where LSU gonna be like, all right, we see you in the locker room, bro. Yeah. That's where Tyron Matthew from. We we can meet in the locker room, my boy. <laughs> You're not just gonna keep blaming us. And the one thing I can get, like you said, is the way he did it. But yeah. I get it. One of the things I found out within reading the information on his story, you know, at Notre Dame, the players have to, as freshmen, have to pass calculus to be a part of the team. That's, that sounds like some Notre Dame stuff, though. Like Notre Dame is like considered one of the Yankees of college football. They really are. They have a great history. Yeah, it's a great job, but it, it maybe it speaks more to him as a coach than anything else. In the last twelve years, I ain't seen him. I ain't, have they been in a couple of playoff runs? They, they, twice. They, twice, twice, twice. They made the I, national championship once. They didn't win. They didn't win. They got smoked. But Alabama. that's why I'm saying that the job for him plateaued because he's never gonna reach. Any heights that yeah. he thinks he's gonna reach. But, but, but whose fault is it though? Is it, it's not it's not the program. It's it's it's, it's a not the program, but at the same time it kind of is because they're not in a conference. They don't they're not really tested all year. So yeah, but they had the best recruiting class out of any school this past year. 
for for next year's season. So like, oh, he set up nicely. Yeah, he was set up nicely, and that's why people are super shocked that he's leaving. The next two seasons, your top five recruiting classes. It's wild. Like a lot the of good recruits so, committed to uh, Notre Dame. My man that's taking over. Marcus Freeman. He's got to keep him. I think, yeah, I think he him. will. He's but a, what I heard is he's, he's a, recruiting. He he's, he's, the, he's the one that got him to come here. It wasn't, it wasn't It wasn't. Kelly. No. The dude's personality is terrible, bro. Yeah. You see how he treats his players. You see how he blames and throws his players under the bus after games. He's the reason why he's. There, there. Go ahead. And before we move on, just to correct myself on that quote, he said, I'm in favor of execution. Maybe our entire team needs to be executed tonight. We just didn't execute very well. <laughs> that, that, that was after a win. This is nothing. <laughs> this is, this is, this is. So all this stuff we're talking about, him being a bad dude, all that stuff, that's what this boils down to. Not surprising he did it the way he did. He's a scumbag. Ryan Joyce is a scumbag. Let's just give it a buck. That's what he sounds like. Yep. He can come on the show and prove me I mean, and tell me I'm wrong. I mean, he said it was last week before this even happened. He said he even had the nerve to, to quote Mike Tomlin, basically saying, unless I got the big bad 250 million check, I wouldn't be leaving Notre Dame. Then the next week he leaves. Hey, this he, is prototypical. He definitely didn't get 250 mil to go to Louisiana. No, he did not. Go to Louisiana. 10 like, years, like, 95 mil. Yeah, I was going to say, like, close <laughs> yeah. to 100 mil. He left for a fraction of what he would leave for. Hold and, on, so which is the better job? LSU. Or LSU. Notre Dame? LSU. LSU's I, I, better, yeah, I don't think we're debating. LSU's, LSU's the better, not because the name, name, not because the name brand though. I think Notre Dame, Notre Dame means something. Being the head coach of Notre Dame means. Something. I think LSU was better if his goal was he, which he's saying, is to win championships. LSU, you want to have a better chance of doing that, like Miles said. Facts. Notre Dame, oh, winning the championship. Coaching in the SEC is the next thing to coaching in the NFL. He wasn't able to hold his weight in Notre at Notre Dame most of the time. How's he gonna do in the SEC? And he has, yo, he has one year to do. He really, they don't play. They will how fire that, you in a year. SEC set up to go ahead and lose the old Miss if you want. You're done. You're done. <laughs> lose, lose the <laughs> old Miss if you your want. Desk, you're done. And it's that day too. Yo, let it not be a close loss to Alabama. Yo, let 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 it be. Oh, they lost by 20, 30 points, bro. You gone. You're gone. Lose, lose to Auburn. Good night. Good night. As, curtain. Yo, that's Ed Orgeron just won. It's already over. And I know he's, we've talked about the BS he's been on on the side. But even the more of a reason of Chip Kelly, he ain't the best of people either. Yeah. So if you think, I said Chip Brian, but they both terrible. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they both terrible. Huh? Are they related? Nah. Nah. Right. I mean, they might be, but that's a whole nother discussion. Brian Kelly. Yeah, they, had, they had that reason Casper Raisins and stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Kelly, you ain't going to be – the stuff that you was able to do in Notre Dame or how you was talking to players, giving middle fingers to players, and throwing players on the bus, that's not Ryan and LSU, bro. It's not. No. So you better win. It's point blank like that. Yeah. You have no choice but to succeed. Now, on the other end, though, this man, Lincoln Riley. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. $110 million. A private jet that can be used 24-7 by the family. $6 million mansion in L.A. They bought both of his Oklahoma houses for five hundred k over asking price. So that's a million-dollar bonus. What's y'all takes on this man, Lincoln Riley, and 
what do y'all think about him saying that USC is going to be the mecca of college football? I think he's a little that money's getting to him, but no, they, I don't disagree. No, I, I think he's right. I think he's, first of all, I would over the left, SEC, over I, the SEC. Yes, I would have left too. You think about not not over Alabama. Okay, Alabama excluded LSU and Brian Kelly. I don't trust it. Let's see. of course not. Of course so not. Alabama's only exception, but USC and their heyday. Oh, when we were growing up. Heyday, yes. Come on, like, Reggie Bush, Matt Liner. Yo, yes. And then the best quarterbacks. The, the Oklahoma was, was good, a powerhouse because they were recruiting well all over the country. It wasn't like they were doing, just getting guys in the Midwest. They weren't getting these guys pushing corn and hay. All the, they were getting guys from everywhere. So they're going to get. He, you're telling me he's going to go to California, to LA, and he's going with. The, he's a great. He's a good coach. He's a really, really good coach. He just is. He's a really good offensive coach. His team played no deep. That might be. That could be the thing that holds him back. He didn't. But you see the difference. You see the difference between the two coaches we just mentioned. Some of his coaches have coming with him. But go ahead. Okay. Well, the guys like Riley, yeah, he's just a better dude, and that's fine. So I I think that you're talking about he's going to have a great quarterback, whoever that guy is, and then you go on USC. They're up again. They they really will become a destination. You have one of the best college football coaches of the last ten years, last five ten years, going to a premier destination. You know how I said Notre Dame's the Yankees of, of. Mm-hmm. Of college football, mm-hmm. USC is I don't know the Dodgers like for real like it's 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 like they're they're a premier place to go play for college football. I don't blame him for leaving either. And, and I would love to. Anybody would have. Yo, Chipotle, if y'all want to offer something like this, I'll be out tomorrow, bro. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> if y'all want to pay these student loans, <laughs> I'll be out asap. I'll be making burritos at just spot. He made the best. Like, now he was going to LSU was the rumor. Yep. He was supposed to go to LSU. And he shut that down. The whole USC came in with that and swooped them away with that. Well, shout out to Boosters in California. Yeah, because they took care of it. Listen, I want to hear your thoughts on this real quick before we move on. So one of my boys from my hometown hit me up and said, Spencer Rattler to USC. Now, I, I said that's what I said too. I said, I said, absolutely not. Why would you go play for the man that just benched him for the whole season? I'm mad you just brought it up on the podcast. Why do you say that? Because <laughs> I wanted to hear your thoughts. <laughs> What was there to talk about? That's the dumbest thing I to ever tell, heard. To tell that kid he's crazy. He's, that's the dumbest guy I ever heard. All right, cool. That's and what? Well, uh, Jaden Hazelwood, their star wide receiver, has also entered the transfer portal. Mm. So it's I'm, I'm curious to see where he goes, too. Wait, who? Jaden Hazelwood. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah he, he, he entered the no, transfer portal. No, they're going to have, gonna have a damn good quarterback over there next year. Watch. It's going gonna, it's gonna to flip pretty quickly. The thing with that, though, the only thing I say – I mean, you got to say this. You got your boosters there and whatnot. They clapping and everything he says. He uh, saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a brain." Red. He's he sounds like at his press conference. He sounds like y'all remember when y'all was in like middle school and y'all ran for class president and y'all just was saying whatever that would make them happy. Yo, I'm a I'm a have Kool Aid in the water fountains. <laughs> That's what gave me the. This will be the mecca of college football. The, the only thing that. Pump gonna, the brakes. Gonna it's gonna be they're gonna be a destination. They're gonna be very exciting to watch. But pump the brakes. You did a smart thing in leaving the SEC because you already knew the vibes. Oklahoma wasn't gonna win. So you go to an easier conference, you're going to Pac-12. go you're going to the Pac 12. He's gonna run play tables Oregon. He's, he's gonna run the he's tables. Run tables wipe them out. And run that the might tables. Be good enough the last few coaches they've had have just been since Pete Carroll, they really haven't been any exactly. So there's been nothing good. He got he's literally going to be, as the older folks say, the best thing since sliced, sliced bread. bread. The, the only thing I don't respect about what he did is yes, yes. I know you know where I'm going with this. He told <laughs> he told his players, according according to one of the players, uh so 
I forget what network it was that that tweeted. Uh, Lincoln Riley said USC is going to be the mecca of college football. His player said, "Y'all told me this last week." Yeah, yo, that's, that's crazy. He, he said, "Funny." He just told us this last week. Like, that's what I'm saying. Wild. He literally. This is this is the class president in middle school. I'm bringing Kool Aid into the water fountain. No more homework. We only we dress down every day. That's what he's coming with right now. He's got to say that. He said we're going we're going to sell out the stadiums and whatnot. Of course, that's the goal, and of course, that's more than likely going to happen. But what else are you going to say at your press conference? They said you got. Uh, we gonna be all right. Nah, change up. Just don't say word for word what you told your players. We we gonna be all right. Like, why, nah. why are they so shocked though? Because like, if you're a good college coach, you leave. You leave. This was supposed to be my dude at Penn State's job, James Franklin. Yeah, it was be his job. They got the next. They got. They. I, I think they got a better coach. Right? I know. I know. I know. He. He is going to be fine. He is over there, shivering in that cold. I promise you, I would have paid them. Do y'all want me to pay for housing <laughs> to get out to USC? You would have enrolled as a student. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay at Penn State, and like you said, they haven't been playing the best this year. Get, like you said, also. I'm thinking this man job is on the line. Yo, what do y'all want me to do? My it's dude. expensive. It's expensive. James Franklin to be out that contract. And, and the craziest thing is, when we talk about James Franklin, he get fired. They lost to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma had a down year. It was ten and two. It was ten and two, right? Oh, nine, nine Oklahoma two, State. Yeah. They never lose to Oklahoma State. That doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. And no one's talking about it because he got this job offer and his opportunity for a lifetime. He did right by him, but you know, in the process, they they, they screwed these these kids, which is a microcosm of college football. Kids get screwed. That's all that happens. Who knew Spencer Riley was going to come and be this bad? Oh, when he signed that Kings deal, I had a bad feeling. Like, <laughs> I love Kings, but it's just like I feel like he spent too much. I, I, I'm telling you, like, I think there's something just cracking Kings. When he signed the Kings deal, I think he was. In, I didn't. I really thought he was going to be bad, bro. I didn't believe in him anymore. The Kings. Yo, you ever have? You have to have Kings, bro. I'm telling you. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yo. I am that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You ever had Zaxby's? No, I ain't talking about no Zaxby's. <laughs> like that, right? We talk about food for the Saudi mom. We talk about all the spots, bro. Nah, you know what I spot? Like, you know what spot is crazy? Bojangles. Bojangles is all right. Bojangles is all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but I'm so used to it. I'm so used to it because my my grandmother, where she lived in North Carolina. Like the biggest thing over there is Walmart, so they have like two or three Bojangles. I'm like low key tired of Bojangles, but for the first time last year, we went back to Atlanta. I'm there like every year. I love Atlanta. I swear, yo, Atlanta. At one point, I'm gonna have a house down there. I love y'all. I love. I love Atlanta. So I told you basically he's black. Anyways. I lo- I love Atlanta. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But we went down there, and we was in a different part of Atlanta this time. So we went. We was at this spot called Cookout. Miles. <laughs> I don't oh, know if yeah, you ever I had a cookout. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were talking about that. Bro. Yeah, you were talking about that. That is literally probably the worst thing in the, in the South and the number one factor of causing people to be obese. You can get, and I'm no exaggeration. Like platters, right? Forget even platters. You can get platters, yes. But you can get a double cheeseburger, a double bacon cheeseburger, a chicken sandwich, chicken fingers. You can get fries, onion rings, and these are all small sizes. Fries, onion rings. You could get a banana cream milkshake, a large Sprite, and no cap. It came out to like $13. Yeah. 
Tell me, I, I gotta use the bathroom again. That's probably what Greg had. <laughs> 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 I promise you, it was one night, nothing was open. It's like two o'clock in the morning. We went to cookout. We got legit, legit, no cap. Three bags worth of food for like $23. That's ridiculous. That's not healthy. At all. Not it healthy. isn't. So, those people that are in impoverished areas, they, they lack money. They you know that's a lot of mothers, a lot of fathers Hello, every I night are taking every their night, kids to cook out and they save the money. Their food bill might be a hundred dollars by the end of the week. Oh, you see what I'm saying? So I know that got that gotta it's be easier, the number one factor. It's easier to do that than go grocery shopping. Yeah. It's worse than McDonald's on yeah. everything is worse than that's McDonald's, sad. bro. It's worse than McDonald's. But I'll tell you this much. I'll do it once. I gotta do it one time to do it. Oh, for sure. But that uh, that one time we did it, that oh. thing hit. When, he, when you eat healthy and you eat that nat, that cookout, that bad stuff, you eat the, the Zaxby's and all that, that junk tastes better. Yeah, it tastes like crap. That's like losing your virginity the first time, but that junk feels wild. Like Oreos and all that. Exactly. I'm about to go through all those last two, matter of fact. Miles My, over here. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> 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 NFC, AFC, man. We got the Cowboys game on right now. We, we see... The up and down, the ebb and flows of the NFL. One week we saying the Titans are the best team in the AFC. One week we saying, oh, the Chiefs are coming back. One week we're saying, at some point, people was, I tried to warn y'all. I was putting Cowboys in a conversation. That's never going to happen. We probably won't see it in our generation. Maybe our kids will be blessed to actually see the Cowboys win something again, but it's not happening. Who do y'all see? We're going to break off in the AFC. Who is the best team in the AFC? I think I think right now Pats. the the Pats are playing like the best team in the AFC, but I do think at some point Matt Jones is going to struggle against things that he hasn't seen before when when playoff time comes, and they'll definitely get into the playoffs. I think right now the Chiefs are still the best team in the AFC, just based on what they've done in the past. They're not playing like it right now, but I think talent for talent. Coach for coach, they are the best team in in the AFC. That defense is awful. Coach for coach, that defense is awful. Coach, I'm talking about like offensive coordinator, like not not Bell. Obviously, Belichick's the goat. I'm not talking about Andy Reid better than Bill Belichick, but Eric Bieniemy and what he he can dial up for Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I think they do, they do a really good job. I, I, I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I don't believe in them. Low key, low key. I'm over it. They won like four or five straight. I know, but they they, 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 they um, shouldn't even beat us, and they beat us. Now, again, like we said, we've been watching the games, and they go up and down every week. This is the one season where any predictions that you had, nobody could be mad at you for switching the predictions because it's been a crazy up and down season. I think I'm going with the Pats. The Pats are the best team in the AFC, most consistent. Mac Jones – for everything that we can say about Mac Jones and McCorkle on the name and having a little bit of the bear belly, one thing that man does do, he's accurate. He's getting completions, zero turnovers. Playing great. Playing that's great. coaching. It's not, not arguable. That's coaching, by the way. But that's, that's, to, the, that's to the point. To the credit of Yo. Bill Belichick and these guys. Hey, Mac. Can I call you Mac? Hey, Mac. <laughs> can I call you? <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Just complete the passes. Get the little check downs. Two yards, 25 times. That adds up. You feel me? So don't even worry about it. Just don't turn the ball over. Get 5,000 paper cards. He's a better tour. But that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. This is probably the conversation Bill has with him. We're going to set you up on defense. Just don't turn the ball over. Right. Bill's like, I got the rest, boy. 
don't turn the ball over. I got you. You're going to have success. You're going to be fine. You have a winning record. Right. It's don't not like they're torturing people on, on deep balls. He doesn't have to do too much. They have a, a run game. They have Just a do enough. Line. Like, he's good. Just do enough. He's still making some good throws. He, he is. Know, absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying it's not like he he's it, toasting cornerbacks out there. I would, nah, you know he reminds you of when you were growing up? That's the girl you see come back every summer a little bit get better. <laughs> That's Mac Jones. Just a little bit get better every summer. She adds something. She got the braces off this summer. She adds something. <laughs> braces off this summer. summer next summer. Belly she, button pierce next summer. Yeah. You next next summer she got the she got the weave now she not too ball headed like that's Mac Jones every not game he give you a little bit a little bit sorry. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> stupid like, hold on hold on well I, I on that note I would say the Pats are the best team in the AFC the best team I, I think they're the best and I think they're the best coach team in the AFC AFC and I think their defense is playing the best it's really more about the defense than the offense for me the I think is I think a team that and they run the ball well and I think the team that probably at any point can explode and some people say Kansas City based off the history but how the Ravens defense is set up mm-hmm. Lamar had a bad game and it's kudos to, kudos to him for even like joking about it and going on Twitter and dealing with all the people saying he was playing bad he was tweeting back I appreciate that he knew he played bad and they still won That's if Lamar team. is on with that defense you know I feel Lamar that's a scary Raven squad. Right. If Lamar is on, they just won with four interceptions. If we see, for example, Baltimore have to go against the Patriots, that's too much firepower. Yeah. It's too much Lamar Jackson. And I guarantee that Baltimore Ravens defense is going to make Mac Jones. Yeah, they're gonna come. They gonna they gonna make Mac Jones go to the bathroom like Greg <laughs> on everything. <laughs> You making a face, obviously you're in the same division as Bengals yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't you don't believe it. No, 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 no. I'll let y'all do it for me. I'll let y'all do it for me. All I know is, is we seen them in Baltimore. We took care of them. We had a plan. We had a plan. I don't want to hear nothing from you. I don't want to hear nothing from you tonight. I don't want to hear nothing from you about your football conversation. This conversation we're having right now, they're not in it. What about in MetLife? That's fine. That's fine. They don't need to be there. We can be there. That's fine. What about in MetLife? Yeah, what happened here? What you talking about? The what Bengals. The Jets? No, the yeah. Bengals. Your two-win season? What happened? What those wins came against who? Huh? Cincinnati. Who they? Who they? That's all right. We lost. We lost. Everybody gets got. We lost. That's fine. Like, so so, just like the Bengals got got. Like, the, the, the Ravens got got. It's the same logic. No, the Ravens didn't get got. We, blew, got got we blew the Ravens out. That's not getting got. That's not getting, That's not squeaking out a win by a field goal. They No, we shut Lamar down, and we locked up their wide receivers. Simple as that. And, and we had like five sacks on them. So I don't even want, I ain't even try to hear that. And they were fully healthy. So don't even give me that, Greg. In the go, NFC. Go, go get Russell Wilson. In the NFC. <laughs> Who's the best team y'all got in the NFC? Packers, the easily. Packers, Not That's even unanimous. Packers. That's fine. That's fine. He's on a special kind of narcotic. That's fine. I you, you understand. You, fine. your father, your mom. You, you root for where your family's from. You root for where your family's from. That's what it is. That's, yeah, that's how people grow up. But I'm saying, I'm saying, though, you are far too confident. Like, Cowboys fans are far too confident. You act like I'm saying I'm, I'm winning the Super Bowl. I know the Bengals ain't winning the Super Bowl this year. You damn near said that over there. You damn near said you winning the Super Bowl. No, I did not. No, I did not. No, I did not. He doubled down. He doubled down. What did he say? What did I say? No, you what? Over there, what did I say? What are you talking no, about? No, you said, no, I said, said the Bengals I said, yeah, no, I said, no, the hell I did not. No, <laughs> y'all, y'all talking crazy. I, I, 
I ain't, I ain't that stupid. Yo, what's I said? I've been down there. We haven't won a playoff game. How are we gonna win a Super Bowl? You asked what the Bengals' ceiling was. Yeah. What did you say? I said first round exit. He, that's what he said. He said first round and exit. And all I did was disagree. I disagreed. That was it. What's the ceiling, Chris? What's the ceiling? Chris? I think I think we we win a first round playoff game. That's the ceiling. Best I can get. I think we get got in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a hell of a season for the Cincinnati Bengals after coming off a three win season last year. That's huge. That's like winning 11, 12 games. Gives me a lot of hope, honestly. I guess we have moral victories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna list these four teams: contenders, pretenders, Titans, contenders, or pretenders. Pretenders. Contenders. Yeah, contenders. Contenders. Why contenders? Run game defense. Their run game is non-existent. They don't have Derrick Henry anymore. And it's showing. Derrick Henry come back, though. I've heard no, he's done for the season. No, there's rumors he's coming. Come back That's again. the only thing I give them hope if Derrick Henry comes back. He's there's supposed rumors. to he's I, supposed to come back. If he comes back, they're contenders. Other than that, they're not. Because okay. everything runs through him. It's contenders, I think. If he can come back. Uh, next team, right? Uh, I mean, you know, when we get to that, that level where we have live shows and then we have somebody behind the cameras – Posting clips. I'd love to post a clip when y'all was talking about the Rams. Are they uh, contenders or pretenders? They look like pretenders right now. I'll say contender. I think they're run. It's the run game. That's that's the broken part of the team. I, I think they'll be. I think Stafford's broken too. Stafford. Stafford. Well, if you run the ball, he doesn't throw the ball as much. If you, that's the problem is he's they're throwing the ball too much because so, they run. They're a team that runs the ball. They're a power of offense. They run the ball. So basically, you're telling me broken crayon still color? Yes. Okay. Okay. They're, 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 they, they got to get the run game. They, a, they, they've, had, they've had a little bit of a run game, but it, it was never more dominant than their passing game. No, no, no. Those, those McVay years with Goff, where they were scoring 40 points a game early with, on. With, with Gurley. But I'm saying Gurley hasn't been nah, there and in a you know, long time. Even after Gurley left and they went to the Super Bowl, I think Gurley, no, Gurley didn't leave. But Gurley, after Gurley got the knee injury, he wasn't the same player. They still ran the ball with the Henderson dude. You know? Henderson, they, 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 had, they had Henderson, they had Brown, and they had somebody else, and it was like a committee – they were able to, to get that balance, but they haven't had all three of them together I, in a long time. I think time. they're going to expand Odell's rule. They're going to have. They're going to do a lot more play action off the run. You got to get a couple solid. You don't have to be as good as you were back then, but you can be. If you have a solid run game with a wide receiver mm-hmm. like Odell on your team and a receiver like Cup on your team, you are a contender. You, you, and what did Odell it, have? Like one catch last game? Nah, he had like five catches. He had a touchdown, two relaxed. Put respect on his name. <laughs> I think the biggest loss for them was losing Robert Woods. Yeah, huge. I think that's why they're kind of struggling right now. Like he, he did everything. Apparently, he did a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big part of what they did. Contenders, pretenders, the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretenders. Contenders. Contenders. Pretenders. Whew. You said pre? Yeah, I don't believe him. I'm off. I also don't like the home. What, what What does the contender mean? Are we talking about playoffs or are we talking about Super Bowl? See, that's what I'm saying. Super Bowl. No, yeah, there, Super Bowl. There is a big He's not wired to think about Super Bowls because he's a Bengals fan. Call yourself about Super Bowls, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. So we, we talking about the Titans in the Super Bowl then? He's yes. coming. No. He's no. coming no. Because, because then, then, then we shouldn't have been talking about the Titans. Yes, they're, no, they're contenders. No, no, they're yes, not. Yes, they are, yo. No, no they're not. And lastly... And you know they know me say last but not least, lastly and least, the Dallas Cowboys. Pretenders, no, pretenders. pretenders. Pret- they struggle with with Taysom Hill right now. Yo, they're up 20, 27. No, they're not. Yo, 20, 10. 20, 10? Yeah. Cowboys fans, I know y'all be watching. 
y'all pretenders y'all forever be pretenders the sooner you accept that the sooner you embrace that the better off you'll be i know there's things that's lacking in your lives right now because you believe in them at some point this is different this is this is not a dream deferred this is not a dream at all anymore <laughs> langston hughes can't write a poem to fix this <laughs> it's done the organization is you still have jerry jones there you still have jerry jones there you got Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah, he's going to throw for 5,000 yards. And I said this beginning of the year. They're going to be exciting. They're going to put up stats. And that's it. That's it. So as soon as y'all accept that, maybe you see other things happening in your life. You might see more blessings come around. You might see better money management. And I know anybody in their right mind is not betting on the Cowboys. If you are, what's the number? 1-800-GAMBLING? Call them because you need serious help if you're betting on the Cowboys. They don't cover spreads. They don't do none of that. Get help, bro. Flag on the play. We're going to end off with flag on the play. A, an Australian woman admits to faking her own wedding to get ex-boyfriend to text, but he never did. Except for decline. 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 That's just sad. That's the sad thing I've heard. Um, he didn't text back. Which, which, Australian what? What's the, what's the profession? They didn't mention what oh, her okay. profession Wait, was. I thought you said Australian like, softball. No, player. Australian woman, but the thing is she did this whole fake wet and received a bunch of followers from it because it looked nice, but nothing came from it because it, it was real. fake. It wasn't even real. Um, I don't remember the coach's name. We talked about it. We're going to throw it in the show. We see last night Division One <laughs> basketball coach on a timeout, makes his players run baseline to baseline, except for the climb. Go man. ahead and say what you said in the text. Uh, there's times where I wanted to do that coaching. I wanted to do that. Um, but I was coaching a 15, 16-year-old. a little bit different. And I never did it because it's embarrassing. Right. Yeah. You know, so it, it, with D1 Hoopers, you're, I think that team was the underdog on the road. It, it didn't look. It, it just, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. He embarrasses guys. They were down twenty and they're on an eight. Uh, they won eight out of the last nine. I mean, no, they lost eight out of the last that's, nine. That's not okay. I'm not okay. It, it, their, their morale is already down, yeah. and then you go ahead and do if, that. If and embarrass- gonna, if gonna, and that was a packed stadium. If you're gonna beat them up, if you're gonna beat them up that way, beat them up. If you're gonna emotionally abuse them that way, do it when people aren't there. Oh, they every damn. That's that's tough. I again, I've I've been there. I've wanted to. Coaching can be that frustrating. I don't understand where that guy came from. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But I get it. Some of these guys, some of these kids, test they test you. But that ain't, that ain't the way. I don't, I don't see how he keeps a job after this season. That's out of pocket. I get it. Like you said, that, that's, he's probably pulling at straws of what can I do to motivate, to motivate. <laughs> that was to, not it. He's trying to be on his coach Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably still lost by 20, didn't they? I think, I think they, they still they got blown out. Yeah, they, they got, got blown, blown out. <laughs> it, it still happened. Just like Brittany Renner still ends up talking about she needs more money. So I don't know where that came from. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything is, you know, everything, well. Everything is connected. Everything is well in the world. <laughs> PJ Washington is up. Charlotte's doing well. She's down. I like it. God, I, love, I love that she's down. I didn't know that. I love God is good, bro. They said she moved back with her. Uh, she and her mama's crib. That really? Was that was beautiful to read. She ain't, she ain't get the money that they originally thought. What happened with all that? PJ, PJ went to want a settlement or something. 
I guess so, but PJ, she ain't getting PJ, it. PJ hired uh, the Kardashian. PJ, <laughs> she not getting the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she, basically, yeah. she basically finally owned up in a minute. She was like, yo, the, the funniest thing, she was basically giving out advice saying, ladies, like, don't try to trap an athlete. Make sure you have your own money. Yeah, yeah, you should have did that. You should have your own bread. You shouldn't have went that route. Like, I was so public about trapping somebody. Yeah, talking about his stepdaddy season. Guess what? It's a lot of thirsty dudes out there, but ain't nobody was that done. Like, I'll be your stepdad. Heck no. Not after the performance you put on the last the year. Whole, the whole book you wrote and everything. Yeah. Wow. God works in mysterious ways, and I ain't got no problem with it. You what, feel what goes me? Around, what goes around comes around. Facts. FedEx driver was caught dumping 400 packages into a river in Alabama. That might be a, that might be like a, a system to move drugs. You might be working for Tariq whole time. You just moving some you move some weight. I'd be tight though. <laughs> it says it's on route, scheduled for delivery Yo, is, today. Is, 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 his ones are, are, are in the Alabama River somewhere. <laughs> and the worst part, they said investigators determined that the driver dumped. At least six times. Why was he doing that? Making FedEx the victim of six property theft cases. Oh, so this is a screw FedEx situation. Yeah. I guess you got treasure. He ended up screwing himself. Well, you know what? I've heard nightmares about people who work at FedEx. I heard some nightmare nightmare stories. So treat people better, and then they won't be dumping your product in FedEx, Amazon. I was telling my workers. I was telling some of my employees. Right. I was like, yo. As much as y'all, why y'all complaining about y'all package not, you know, getting there and things of that nature. It's somebody on a 16th hour Facts. at Amazon working. <laughs> I was like, you got Amazon Prime, right? She's like, yeah, I love Prime. I said, yeah, you ordering on Prime is somebody having to work 17 hours to make sure They're you can get out someone. that same day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to order from there. I said, no, I'm still ordering from there. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm still ordering don't you, don't be ignorant. I'm just letting you know. Yo, that's so funny. That's the vibes. Last one. We're gonna close out. My man Chase Claypool said, "You know what? With the recent struggles, what can help us is if we have some music at practice. Accept the decline." He's always saying something stupid. That guy. Him, every time he says something, it's just dumb. Him and Juju. What's what? Just TikToking and music. I mean, having, having having music at practice is, is a thing, but like well, it, it's like more kind of like a, a reward type of thing, not not something to to just have, just to have to to make you feel good about. Because you know what, the Steelers are a bunch of dancing. It's <laughs> it's a, you know a, what I'm saying? Like, no, it's, it's, it's not a reward because the Giants are four and seven. They music at practice. So we we're not. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's that's what I'm getting. At. It, <laughs> I don't it's, know what they be rewarding <laughs> over, over in East Rutherford. But with with um with the Steelers, the fact I, I don't know my comments is the music at practice. That, so, that's what I took. I didn't I, I heard what he said. I knew I expected him to say dumb maybe. things. But at practice, yeah. hey, I say this. I say this. I say this. Like a drill, a, a warden or something. You like a jail over there or something? But I say this, and I agree with him. What he had the best best thing. He said, "Yeah, Chase plays wide receiver. Yes. I'm gonna let him do that." I'm gonna keep running these practices. He gave the running blackest it. answer ever. He gave the black. He's a black. He's black as hell. But that's response. <laughs> that is the blackest response I ever. Heard. Yo, as much as you could knock it, 
they they've been doing well up to this up to this point of it, just this, of just being a part of the silence has been working. Being a part of Pittsburgh, Germany. Here's what I'll say. They've been, they've been doing too. just fine. If if they play music at practice, I'm gonna have to listen to Ben Rock Rothenberg's playlist. So I'm gonna be listening to like Luke Combs and 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 probably some other racist obscure artists. Taylor, <laughs> you gonna hear a lot of Taylor Swift. Taylor, you know, to, from Ben. Party in the USA. <laughs> you gonna have, Ben's gonna have like a recording of Donald Trump talking jerk and dirty or something. I wish. <laughs> I just wish. Of course, they're not gonna do this, but I wish Mike Tomlin would have came out and was like. We'll play with the music at practice, whatever you want, Chase. The real problem is here is Ben Roethlisberger. These jokers was too loyal and keeping them. Yes, he won y'all Super Bowl. Cool, great. But at some point, you got to cut ties like Zeke had to cut ties. At some point, it's not going to work. And at some point, hopefully, Dame Lillard sees that also. It's not working in Portland. You got to cut ties. You got to do what's best for you. This goes for everybody. We'll close off the show with this one. Do what's best for you, man. This is a general statement, whether this is in sports, Cowboys fans, cut it off, relationships. You know. Y'all know. I don't got to know y'all personally, but y'all know y'all shouldn't be in that relationship no more. (laughs) Cut it off. Y'all keep playing around in these streets. Y'all know y'all need to go to church, meet up with God, cut it off. This is what we got to do. There's a life things right here. And a part of being ready to cut things off, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace.